This is The Switch, finding solutions to support sustainable living and combat climate change at the individual level. Brought to you by the Fur Bearers. I'm Mike Howie, and I am here with Dr. Elizabeth Ormandy, Executive Director of Society for Humane Science, UBC professor, speaker, and zero waste enthusiast. Thanks for joining us, Elizabeth. You are so welcome. It's a pleasure. Uh, so today we are talking about eco-friendly and sustainable menstrual products. Uh, this is a subject that in discussing the subject, we, we just write out, called out the stigma and how uncomfortable that can be and the need to have open conversations about it. And here we are. To start, what are some of the options that are out there? Mm. Because it, it does seem, again, with, you know, a quick Google search, very overwhelming at first. Yeah, there's lots of ways that you can go for sure. So there are um, little silicone cups. Mm -hmm. um, they have various names depending on the brand name. There's the ones I know of are there's a Diva cup. That's the one I use. Yep. There's um, a Moon cup. I think there's um, other brand names, but they're essentially um, silicone, which is uh, kind of biologically inert substance like you all know silicone from your cooking spatulas and things is the same thing yep. um and it's a little cup where it just collects the menstrual fluid so that's one option another mm -hmm. is um again one brand brand name is luna pads these are kind of sanitary pads that are reusable they're washable reusable they're made of um bundled together fabric mm -hmm. and um you you know rinse them out stick them in the washing machine they're ready to go for next time. So there's no, what's the right word here? Temptation. There's no temptation to just flush them down the toilet. Yes. <laughs> there's no temptation. Um, because that's also a really bad practice, um, environmentally speaking. Just the, you know, aside from the waste, but flushing things down the toilet is uh, probably, I don't know how common it is, but it's bad, bad practice. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of ways that the environment can be impacted by this. And we'll just quickly insert a couple of those. Uh, one of them that mm -hmm. we just found was that a person who menstruates is predicted to throw away roughly 400 pounds of packaging from these products. Um, yes. And that's that's just packaging, just packaging. So, yeah, they're, you know, the, the typical disposable sanitary products, menstrual products. Um, there is plastic wrap around tampons. There's boxes. There's um, the little film that uh, sanitary pads are wrapped in. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's kind of a plastic film. 400 pounds on average per menstruating person on the planet it's like it that's up. a high average per person and i'm so glad honestly when you told me that stat before the before our interview here i'm so glad that i'm not contributing to that um so just going back to another option mm -hmm. sorry which is oh, yeah no it's fine so we've talked about the cups the silicone cups and luna pads Yes. And there are also underwear that are kind of period proof underwear. And they're kind of like, um, if you imagine um, they had the gusset of them is a bit thicker and it's very absorbable, but it's a, a fabric. And so um, there's a couple of companies that do them. The one that I use is Nix, K-N-I-X. And um, they have various leak proofage they have a scale of three where mm -hmm. you can have light medium heavy and um the thing with these is that it's just underwear like the the for some people the luna pads can maybe feel a bit bulky but these underwear are really slim line you just 
put them on like regular underwear. And, um, you know, for some people, products that you insert might be really uncomfortable. And I know some people that have had various um, trial and error experiences with the, the silicone cups. And for myself personally, it took me a few goes to get it to be comfy. Mm -hmm. I had to trim it a little bit with a pair of scissors so that it was comfy. And, um, you know, these are great options if you don't want anything to be inserted. It's just allows you to just kind of, you know, the, the fluid to just free flow and mm -hmm. uh and but without without it being messy and there are there are some concerns from people on the from the, the luna pads and the the period underwear like oh what about hygiene does it not get smelly like all of those things yeah and um my strategy with the period underwear is that um you know i saved up they're they're very cost effective actually in the long term but there is a you know a small capital expense at the beginning <laughs> so i saved up and i got three pairs at first and then i got another three and i just i just changed them during the day um but the, you mm -hmm. they uh they're i i love them actually they're they're probably my favorite product and i've now kind of i rely less on the cup and use the underwear more these days one of the things that's come up and you mentioned it a little bit is the uh the sanitary aspect and i think that i had a few people mention mm -hmm. that to me and i imagine there is uh, some reasonable concern if it's a product you're going to be reusing as opposed to one that you use and then mm -hmm. dispose of um yeah what what ways exist to ensure that it remains sanitary whether we're talking about cups mm -hmm. um you know organic yeah. tampons pads liners whatever product we're talking about um Maybe not yeah. the tampons, but uh, in the reusable realm, what are the one or what are the steps to take to ensure it remains sanitary? Yeah. So with the cup, you can actually get a steamer for it, like an, an actual menstrual cup steamer. If you want to go ahead and buy um, a specific product to make sure that it's like steamed at a really high temperature, um, you can just like boil it in a pan of water if you want to and you know again that might gross some people out but it's literally just a you know it's it's not it's not gross it's not dirty um you rinse it under the tap first it's not like you're putting a bloody thing in your in your saucepan like or you could you could have a a, a, a separate vessel for, for cleaning your your cup if you like um and then you just let it let it dry, put it away somewhere. It comes usually they come in a little baggie so that mm -hmm. between uses it's just kept in a you know a dry germ free place. Um, with the others, yeah, like what I do is I you know I rinse them out before sticking them in the wash with my regular clothes. Honestly, I don't do a separate wash, um, and they're fine. Like they're not harboring any bacteria that I can you know. Um, that I can tell when I rinse them, I rinse them under really hot water and then they go in a, a, my regular my regular clothes wash. So um, that's how I do it. And I haven't had any trouble whatsoever with any kind of infections or um, itchiness or anything like that. Like I've, I've never had a problem. And there's been no interaction from these products with other things you're washing. I presume as well, right? There's no, there's no you, issue. No, because you've I rinse out I rinse them out before they yeah. go in in the wash for sure. So you know I make sure that they're um, free of menstrual fluid before they go in my clothes wash by rinsing them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then I do a really hot rinse at the end to kill any any germs, any any bacteria, and then they go in my clothes wash. Uh, in terms of menstrual cups, I had a, a, a straightforward question: Is are they safe? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. We cover that one off now. Yeah. Well, I've used one for 10 years and I haven't died yet. So that's good. <laughs> fine. Um, they are safe. They get, there's a bit of a learning curve on how yeah. to put them in, but there are with tampons too, right? True. Like I remember when I first used tampons, I had to learn how to put it in so that it was comfy. Same mm-hmm. for the cup. Like, absolutely. Like they're really safe. Um, it's the same with any other um, disposable menstrual product. A lot of the safety is around your own personal hygiene and uh, antiseptic techniques. Yeah. Wash your hands first before you handle it so that you're not introducing any kind of rogue bacteria from your hands into your precious bits and you're good. But it's this, that's the same issue that you would have with tampons. So it's no, there's not really then I, I feel like they might even be safer um, because there's something called toxic shock syndrome that mm-hmm. you can people can get from tampons that either are left in too long or have bacteria on them when they go in. And um, I haven't heard of any cases of toxic shock syndrome with a silicone cup. It doesn't mean they don't exist. Um, I haven't researched it, but, um, you know, it does depend on your own kind of hygiene practices around it, like yep, any other product. Absolutely. And I think, too, you were talking about the cleaning process and storing and so on. There are already, you can, you can walk into most grocery stores and find antibacterial storage and cleaning things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if you have baby bottles, for example, that need to be yeah. stored a certain way. Same idea. Uh, yeah. For me, I've got CPAP cleaning stuff, and it's mm-hmm. all the same because you're just ensuring that all the bacteria and any of the other stuff is off so it can be again used by your body um, regardless of the product that's right uh folks who want to learn more about this is there you know an easy way to go about it should they speak Mm. with a medical professional uh i'm aware of uh menstrual coaches are a thing Mm. um what are your recommendations for learning more you know, I Googled it. <laughs> I Google, I use good old Google, mm-hmm. but you know, if there are, I didn't know there were menstrual coaches. That's really interesting. I am confident that those folks would know are the range of different products that are out there um, and help you be able to choose a zero waste sustainable option that actually works for you. Like I said, the cups don't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it does often depend on the, your, the way that your body's built. Yep. Um, and so, but there, there are like non-insertable options that um, are available. So yeah, yeah, I think um, your medical professional, they, they might be able to help. I don't know whether they would have a specific zero waste focus. Some mm. might just out of their own personal interest, but it's always worth checking with a medical professional if you have concerns over how this will work in your own body. Um, so I think those are great recommendations. And honestly, when I was looking for, um, I first learned about the cups from my local um, zero waste store called the soap mm-hmm. dispensary. And, you know, I saw one, I asked the the founder of that business and she's really knowledgeable about um, those products because she actually did a bunch of research before stocking them in her store. Awesome. Um, and she's tried all of the products for herself. And mm-hmm. so we had a, uh, about a 20 minute chat and then I decided that I would go with the, the diva cup is the brand that I use. And, um, 
I just never looked back. That was about 10 years ago. Amazing. So thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Ormandy. Anyone who wants to learn more about this, we will have links in the show notes to a couple of Instagram accounts and online resources. And if you want to learn more about Dr. Ormandy, you can check out her LinkedIn page, which is also linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on this, Dr. Ormandy. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Did we miss something in this episode? Let us know. Tag me or send me a DM on social or contact me via DefenderRadio.com and we may include your information in a revisit episode on this subject. Want to learn more about this week's episode and how your choices can benefit wildlife and their habitat? View the show notes in your app or visit DefenderRadio.com. To learn more about the fur bearers, visit TheFurBearers.com or find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Follow host Michael Howie on social media with at Howie Michael on Instagram or Defender Radio Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe or follow Defender Radio to get notified about new episodes of The Switch and Defender Radio right on your smart device. Thanks for listening.